Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Hey, good morning, everyone. I'm so glad that you're with us as we are launching in to the second Sunday of a new year. It is exciting to realize that regardless of the struggles that we've had in the last 12 months, God is giving us opportunities to make changes that will glorify him and empower our own lives. I know it's not easy though. Think about this dialogue between Charlie Brown and Lucy. Charlie Brown says, next year, I'm going to be a changed person. Lucy says, that's a laugh, Charlie Brown. Charlie says, I mean it, I'm going to be strong and firm. Lucy, forget it, you'll always be wishy-washy. Charlie Brown, why can't I just change a little bit? I'll be wishy one day and washy the next. Isn't that great? I didn't say change was going to be easy, but how about this? If you and I are going to make the changes that God wants us to make in 2023, we're not alone. We don't have to be. We can put all of our trust in God. And in the letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians, in fact, this is the second letter, he gives some incredible insights. And I pulled some key passages out of this letter, and I'm turning them into three steps that will empower us in the new year to make new changes. So if you're ready, let's, let's really listen with an open heart and an open mind. In 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 7, Paul says, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now think about this. The very first step that Paul outlines that we need in this new year and to make the changes God's asking us to make, it all comes down to one word, give. Step one is give. Paul challenges the Corinthians to be as generous to others as God has been generous to them. It's tempting for all of us at times to become selfish and think about ourselves first. But Paul is encouraging these Christians in Corinth to give to others as generously as they can. And he shares two giving guidelines. He says, first, we reap what we sow. If we're going to give, we have to understand the biblical principle that what I'm willing to give others, what I sow, that is what I'm going to reap. It's very simple in application. If I want to get closer to God in 2023, I need to spend more time reading God's word and praying. I'm going to have to set some time aside for that. 
That's what it means to sow. And as I'm sowing those seeds of giving my time to God, God's going to be able to turn right around and he's going to be able to bless because I'm striving to give more to him. It literally means that I will reap greater blessings because of the time that I'm spending with God. Well, I mean, it it happens in other ways as well. If I have a positive attitude that God can bless, if I sow seeds of encouragement in the lives of others, I'm going to reap more encouragement from the people in my life. And even in the hard things, if I make the commitment to give myself to the difficult task ahead, it it offers God the ability to bless and I I can be able to reap God's wisdom, God's grace, and God's love. I know you're, you're understanding it. But Paul makes it clear that this first step, he says to the Corinthians, he's saying to us, we need to give. But there's another guideline. He says, when you give, contribute cheerfully. When we see opportunities to give, we need to do it not only generously, but we need to do it cheerfully. We need to enjoy giving to others. Listen, this is as simple in the new year that if you have children, if you have a best friend, if you are married, when people ask us to do something, let's do it with joy. Let's have a tone that gives God honor and other people are even surprised like, wow, this is great. And when we start to really give with joy, God God begins to add value to that in ways that are beyond our comprehension. That's why it's so important for us to realize that in the new year, we have the choice to give to others generously and cheerfully. That's step one. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 4. Something very different that Paul writes to the same church there in Corinth. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Okay, the first step is give. The second step is obey. It's not a popular word. The word obey, uh, people balk at that. They push back on it because this whole idea to obey, it's like somebody's thinking, you're telling me what I have to do. That's not true for the followers of Jesus. We voluntarily make the decision to follow our Savior and our God because we know that our Heavenly Father has our best interest at heart. You and I have to believe that. We have to embrace that if we're going to joyfully obey. Now, this is interesting because apparently there were Christians, followers of Jesus in Corinth, who were really struggling to live their lives in submission to God. I get it. Don't you? There are some things that I follow God in and it's very simple and easy for me after years of walking with Jesus. 
But listen, even as somebody who's been a, a Christian for a long time, there are some areas in my life that aren't always the easiest for me to say yes to God. In fact, maybe you're like me. In the new year, God says, let's really dig deep and pull out some roots that need to be eliminated, some uh, bondage that needs to be overcome. And here's the great news. Step two says to obey, and Paul literally tells the Corinthian Christians, he said, you're given two promises. Promise number one is this. It's the promise of divine equipment. Did you hear what Paul said? The weapons we need in order to have the, the commitment to obey God, they are weapons that are of divine origin. The weapons we fight with are not out of date or drained of power. On the contrary, they have divine energy that's endless. The, the weapons of our warfare, prayer, the power of the Holy Spirit, unity in the body of Christ, having uh, friendships in the life of the church, all of these things, God's word, all of these things are given to us from God with endless power to demolish strongholds, strongholds that we can create in our hearts and minds and sometimes strongholds created by the enemy, by Satan who is against us. Now, understand that to obey is a beautiful thing. We have to embrace the new year and the changes that God is asking us to make. And we have to say, we're not going to live with the same old, same old life. We're going to say to God, it's a new year. Let's start fresh and decide to obey. And God is waiting with this divine equipment to empower us to, to be set free, which is really the next promise. It's the promise of divine emancipation. Through Christ and the Spirit of God, Paul said to these Corinthians, we have the power to break the bondage of sin. Regardless of its form, regardless of how long we've been wrestling with, man, this is good news for me. Isn't it good news for you? No matter what we've been struggling with, our attitudes, our thoughts, Paul literally says, by the divine power of God that's given to God's children, we can take every thought captive. Wow. What would that be like in this new year? To obey God and take every thought captive. I'm, I'm only one week into the new year and I can already look back over the last few days and think, I need to take some thoughts captive. I need to obey God and put my trust in him and obey. I don't have to say things are never going to change because with Jesus Christ in our lives, 
all things are possible. The first step, give. The second step, obey. But Paul's not done. There's a third step that I want you and I to really wrap our minds around. It's found in 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. Paul writes, so to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul goes on to say, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Here's the third step. One word, decide. We have one word that Paul outlines for us. And he wants us to understand how ironic, how, how, how difficult this paradox can be for all of us. He said, God's power is made perfect in weakness. How can that really be? I mean, now just think back to what Paul was saying to the Corinthians. God was giving him incredible revelations about heaven and, and revelation about the kingdom of God. And then Paul realized he was struggling with something again and again. Three times he pleaded with God to remove what he called was a thorn. Well, what is it? Well, I think it's, it's good that we don't really know what the thorn is. Some scholars have said... It was Paul's uh, lack of, of speaking abilities when he was with people. Some people think Paul stuttered. Others thought maybe he was sickly. Some have even said maybe it was a struggle with his thoughts or, or with lust. We don't know what it is. Now, now, we do know this. Paul did not have to give in to the thorn. He's not saying that because I have the thorn... My, my life is useless, I have no power, not at all. He was saying, even though I am tempted by this thorn, a messenger from Satan, I'm going to put all my trust in God. Because when I am weak, then by the power of God, I am strong. Think about it like this. The more we acknowledge our weaknesses, the more evident is God's strength and grace within us. But folks, I'm asking you, I'm, I'm asking myself, are we willing in 2023 to decide to follow Jesus? There's an old song that says, I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. I don't, I don't know what, you're thinking as you begin the new year, maybe you're incredibly excited, but perhaps you've been through quite a bit in your life lately, 
over the last few months, maybe even years, and you're thinking, where's God? Where's God in all of this? I've just been struggling in so many ways. I can understand that. After all that we've been through these last few years, and we've seen people do some really odd things and make some very odd decisions, trying to find a way to, to cope. But I'm here to ask you this. I'm here to plead with you. Decide to follow Jesus. Don't turn to the right or to the left. Don't, don't give up. Don't let yourself be swayed by the distractions around you. But when you're feeling a sense of, of loss or you're, you're overwhelmed, can we agree together to make a decision to lean in to God? That's what Paul did. Paul made the decision to follow Jesus. Now, I've talked about the three steps. And I think they're simple enough. And I think the, the scripture, I know the scripture is powerful enough for us to realize that God is for us. But God wants partnership. And so if you go back and look at these three words, give, obey, decide. Three steps. I choose to give like God gives to me, I choose to obey God and take every thought captive and I choose to decide to follow Jesus even in the most difficult times with the, the harshest thorns, God's grace is sufficient. Look at the three letters that begin these three powerful words. G-O-D. We've got to get our eyes off of ourselves and on to God. We have to give like God, obey God, and decide to follow God every, every day in this new year. And when we do that, God begins to reveal himself in things that we don't even, we don't even realize, things that we need, ways that he speaks, God is near to us if we put our trust in him. Are you ready? Are you ready to do that this morning? Will you, will you choose with me? In fact, let's just say it together. I choose to give to God. I choose to obey God. I choose to decide to follow God every day of this new year. I can't wait to hear the stories of how God is, is changing our lives. How God is changing the world that we live in. And, and I hope and I pray, I am praying for you that this will be the best year you've ever had. Let's, let's pray together. Father God, in this new year, in this new season, God, I, I almost step back and I think these steps are, are too simple to understand. You, you mean you're ready to bless if we'll give cheerfully? 
like you give to us? You mean, God, that you are more than ready to bless your children when we obey? And God, I think about this word decide. I must decide each and every moment of the day to follow you. But you're telling me through your word I heard today that there is power. There's, there are divine weapons that you've given to us. And God, as we move forward in the new year, help us to leave the baggage behind that's weighing us down. And God, may we prepare for a year that will be greater than we could imagine or believe. God, bless this incredible church family and friends. And in all things, may we glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's a new year. Time for new change. And you're not alone. I love you. And until we see each other again, take heart and be transformed. Hey friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our e-family, then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast and also thank you for helping us reach people around the world for Jesus Christ.